I am wearing a watch today that doesn't work. Isn't that Sad. fun? I think it just needs a new battery, but you know, it kind of gives a little pop, little texture to the outfit. So I'm wearing it even though it doesn't help me one ounce. I just thought that was an interesting tidbit. Maybe not, I don't know. Welcome to Teachable Tuesday. I'm Beth Davis and I'm so glad that you're here. You might remember that last week we talked about spending time in the word every single day. I encourage you to spend just 10 minutes reading scripture every day. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about how to get the most out of your time in the word. It's going to be a good time. So hang out with me, grab a Bible and uh, let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, we love you, we praise you, and we thank you for the gift of this day, for the gift of your word. Thank you for sending us your spirit, God, uh, to guard us and to guide us. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would fall afresh upon each one of these women watching, Lord. Help them to hear your voice to know your word, to approach the word with confidence, God, that they'll meet you there. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So guys, we just recently wrapped up another round of hashtag B-I-S-V-B-S. We just read 1 Corinthians, and I love 1 Corinthians. Actually, I had read it on my own a little bit earlier this year, so then I was talking to Jenna about it all the time, and we decided to read it together with you. But I found this really interesting fruit of our time together in 1 Corinthians. I found that I was hungry, really hungry for Jesus reading the word. I couldn't wait to get back to the gospels. So together, Jenna and I started reading the gospel of Mark. Uh, so I went back, right? I went back to what I was craving, back to the person of Jesus. And if you wanna join us, you can find that original BISVBS on YouTube if you too wanna get back to the gospels. The beautiful thing is, even though I've read Mark before, uh, and maybe you've had this experience too, you've read uh, the gospels before, or you've read different books of the Bible before, the word, is like an onion, right? It's multi-layered. You can peel it back and, and it's fresh. There's new flavor, a new intensity, right? If you apply heat to an onion, a different flavor comes forward. And this is true of God's word. Different seasons of our lives, in different circumstances, we're gonna read it and hear it and receive it in a different way. The beauty of scripture is that it's living and active. So it's alive and it has the power to change your life here and now. It has the power to speak in the future, right? The next time you read it, it'll have something new to say. It's alive. I want you to get more out of your time in scripture. How do you engage with this scripture that is alive, that's living and active? Well, I'm gonna give you three easy steps. And we've shared about them a bit in VBS, but I wanna make them very plain here. Okay, first, if you wanna get more out of scripture, read it with a friend. Read it with someone else. Not only will the accountability change everything, right? It'll keep you on track, keep you on your plan, 
keep you faithful to your word, right? Your commitment, but also the insights and the prayer of another person will make your time in the word that much more rich. It'll fill out that flavor profile, right? You'll see more of what God is doing in the word through the prayer and the insights of your friend. So first tip, read it with a friend. It's the whole point of EBS, right? We're doing this with you. Okay, tip number two to get more out of what, uh, more out of your daily scripture reading, that 10 minutes a day that you committed to last week, right? I want you to just read a little bit at a time, just a short section. Now in VBS, for the sake of ease, we read a chapter a day. And we only do it the weekdays, right? So we have time on the weekends to catch up. But even sometimes a chapter is a lot. It's too much. Even breaking it down into uh, half a chapter still might feel like you're kind of slogging your way through, right? Or, or rushing through. So I wanna give you permission to take your time with scripture, to just read it little by little, right? Poco a poco is true of reading scripture too. We're gonna practice that together today, just reading a little bit, a short section of scripture and allowing God to speak to us through it. And my final tip, my third tip for getting more out of those 10 minutes a day is to listen for just one takeaway. One takeaway. You're probably sick of hearing me say that. We talk about it on VBS. If you've done the well, you hear me hammer this home every single week. We just wanna leave our encounter with Jesus in scripture with one takeaway. That could be a single word. It could be a short phrase. It could be a whole verse. It might be a question or an impression or an image, but you wanna walk away from that time in the word with a single takeaway, right? Something to chew on throughout your day, something to meditate on as you move through your day, something to keep that connection alive with the Lord. So let's practice. We're gonna do a little Bible study. Are you excited? Because I'm so excited and I wanna tell you something. I was not planning to do this and the Lord was like, hey, you know what you should do? You should actually read a little bit of scripture and do it together. So we're gonna live those three steps that we just talked about. We are going to do it together, right? That's step number one, do it with a friend. I'm gonna be that friend today. And number two, we're gonna read a short section. So together, we're gonna read Mark chapter one, verses 35 to 39. That's four verses. That's what we're gonna read today. And then we're gonna listen for one takeaway, okay? And a takeaway doesn't have to be a single word. It can be, it could be a short phrase, it could be a whole verse, it could be an idea, right? A, a picture that you get because of what we read. But we're gonna do this together. You're not just gonna hear me talk about my takeaways. I want you to have a takeaway as we read the scripture. So let's place ourselves in the presence of God, right? He's already here. He's never left us. He's already looking at you. He's already listening to you. So God, we become aware of your loving presence, your loving gaze, and we return that look of love. Why don't you take a deep breath in God's presence right now? This might even be your one takeaway, is just taking a moment to pause and to be with the Lord. In the morning, while it was still very dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place and there he prayed. 
And Simon and his companions hunted for him. When they found him, they said to him, everyone is searching for you. He answered, let us go on to the neighboring towns so that I may proclaim the message there also, for that is what I came out to do. And he went throughout Galilee, proclaiming the message in their synagogues and casting out demons. Give you a moment to just sit with your one thing, your one takeaway. Now maybe on the surface, nothing jumped out at you, right? You might be thinking, that's, that's really not very action packed, but I wanna encourage you to enter into it, right? Either imaginatively to place yourself in this scene, maybe among the disciples, right? Uh, maybe on the mountain praying with Jesus, or maybe again, to listen for a word and to meditate on that word, to roll it over and over again in your mind. And I'll read it again, just to give you another, another chance, right, to, to listen. Sometimes we kind of have to open up our ears in order to hear. So let's read it again. In the morning, while it was still very dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place, and there he prayed. And Simon and his companions hunted for him. When they found him, they said to him, everyone is searching for you. He answered, let us go on to the neighboring towns so that I may proclaim the message there also, for that is what I came out to do. And he went throughout Galilee, proclaiming the message in their synagogues and casting out demons. The word of the Lord, thanks be to God. So I would love to hear your takeaway. What's your word, phrase, idea, question, image? I want to hear about that. So share that in the comments. I want to know your one thing for Mark chapter 35 to 39. And if you had an image, if there was an impression that you're walking away from after those four short verses, I want you to stay there. I want you to flesh out that scene in your imagination. I want you to encounter Jesus in this context, the context of this gospel. I want you to engage with him, right? And you don't only have to use the words of the gospel, you can speak from your heart within the context of this uh, gospel story. Okay, so put those takeaways down. I'm gonna tell you my takeaway. I know you're dying to know, but I want you first to have a moment with your takeaway. I want you to remember, I want you to write down, type out, right, your takeaway. What was the impression that God gave you during that reading? Might even be a strong emotion. You might have been irritated. You might be resistant. You might be angry. I, I don't know. There might have been some sadness there for you. That's okay, get curious about those emotions, but write it down and then I'll share my takeaway with you. Okay, so get your one takeaway down. You know, as I sat with this scripture, Mark chapter 1, verses 35 to 39, I was struck by a single word, a single word in, in verse 36. And Simon and his companions hunted for him. Now, it might be different in your translation, right? This word hunted. But I, it was such a um, vivid description, right? They hunted for him. I don't know if you know any hunters, right? If you're a hunting family, my friend Liv's husband is out hunting right now. And hunting is really, it's a whole thing, is it not? You've gotta have all this special gear and clothes. You've gotta prepare your food. You, you leave home, you set out to be gone for a long time, right? You're in search of something, a prize. You've got your 
heart and your mind set on this prize buck. You've practiced shooting, right? You've probably scouted the land. There's a lot of preparation that goes into hunting. And then once you get there, you get on this hunting trip, you may or may not come home with that prize buck. You might be down in the grass, you might be um, up in the, what's that thing called? Where they're looking for people, looking out for the animals. You guys, you hunters, you know what I'm talking about, right? You could spend five whole days or more looking out for this prize buck that never comes. And yet, if you don't go home with the animal that you were hunting for, you go home with the solitude that you had out in nature, the memories that you have of the people that you hunted with, right? It was an adventure. And there's something in that too, right? Or conversely, you might come home with that prize buck. You've got this memory, this triumph, this trophy, right? Of your time out. Depending on how you feel about hunting, let's not get into it, okay? It's just an analogy. But I I think it's a good analogy and I love the use of this word hunting in regards to searching for Jesus. I think we can over spiritualize the word search, right? This is a journey and we're all out searching for the Lord. It can be sort of um, distant and inquisitive, right? But what I want to encourage you uh, to think about is to think about your time looking for Jesus as hunting, hunting for him, making preparation to go out to meet him, expecting to meet him around every corner, right? I want you to imagine hunting for Jesus, making all of these preparations, having that expectation in your heart, right? To borrow this analogy of hunting for Jesus. And the Lord un unlocked for me a, a little mystery, something so simple and life-giving that when the disciples were out hunting for Jesus, where did they find him? They found him in prayer. Jesus was praying. So I wanna leave you with this, with this little takeaway that the Lord revealed in my own time of prayer with Mark chapter one, verses 35 to 39. When we hunt for Jesus, right? If you want more of God in your life, if you want to hear his voice, if you wanna to get to know Jesus, you can meet him. You will find him in prayer. That's where Jesus is found. We go off hunting for him in our circumstances, in other people's testimonies, in books or podcasts or talks. And, and yes, we can hear about God from other people. We can even encounter him through the words of other people, written and spoken words. But the place to encounter Jesus for yourself is in prayer. So friend, as you, as you hunt for the Lord, right? As you hunt for him, I imagine that Sometimes we go after him in all of these other ways and we forget that he's there. He's waiting for us in prayer. So I wanna encourage you today to hunt for Jesus in prayer, in quiet, personal, contemplative prayer and start with Mark chapter one. Start with these four verses and look for the face of Jesus. Listen for his voice. Remember that Jesus is the word made flesh. So every time you read the word, you're gonna encounter the person of Jesus. Let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen, come Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we give you space, we give you room to expand that word in our hearts. We want your word to take up real estate in our minds, Lord. We wanna push out what's not of you and we want to allow your word to expand in our thoughts. 
in our hearts. We want to give energy to your word, Lord. I pray that um, the hope and the peace of your word uh, would be like a new dawn rising in each one of these women's hearts. That they would see the rays of your goodness and glory through the, the trees sometimes of our circumstances and our hardship. But that we would begin to see glimpses of your presence because we spend time with you, because we hunt for you, because we find you in the world. Bless you, friends. So fun doing Bible study with you. Let's do it again sometime. Okay, see you next week. Bye.